This program comes to you from Jara country, the traditional lands of the Jajawarung. I pay respects to their elders past and present. I also acknowledge the traditional owners from all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander lands you're listening from. Welcome to another episode of New Home, a podcast that shares with you some of the stories of migrant and refugee women living in regional Victoria. My name is Ali Hanley. And today I'm talking to Husnia and her daughter, Masama. They came to Australia from Afghanistan about 10 years ago. Masama is now in year 12 and she joined us to help translate for her mother, but also to share her own memories. As you will hear, life was hard in Afghanistan even before the Taliban took control. Work was scarce and Husni's family did not have running water or electricity when she was growing up. Because work was so hard to find, many Afghanis found jobs in neighbouring countries like Pakistan and Iran. As you will hear, Husni's family is now scattered across many countries and even after many years here living in Australia, things that those of us born here might not think twice about are never taken for granted in her household. We grew up in Afghanistan and a small city, no light, no electricity, and we make fire at home. And how big was your family? Did you have lots of brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have one brother, three sisters. So as a girl growing up in Afghanistan, were you able to go to school was, uh, yeah, girl go to school uh, very good. After Taliban came and uh, they maybe just uh, six, uh, year six, go to school after can't. I, we can't go to uni, yeah, because uh, my country not led to study much. Women are not allowed yeah, to study much. Yeah, uh, maybe I, uh, three years primary, maybe. Remember, I uh, was in my country. Doesn't like to kids study any uh, too much. Yeah, and just working at home and. So is that boys as well, or were boys expected yeah, to go to school? Yeah, boys too. Boys, I'm sure we school. She's saying, like, though the boys were expected to find a job mm. and provide money for the family. From an early age? Yeah, yeah. And maybe uh, 12 years old oh. or 18 years old, yeah. So as a teenager, at some point through yeah. their teenage years, the boys are expected yeah. to go and find a job and help. Kids, very, the son, very small, go to work. Mm. Other country, maybe Iran and... Oh, so they actually go across a border to Iran to work? Yeah. Uh, what sort of jobs job. do you know? Clean the house or maybe the, looking the house. Yeah. Someone uh, go to rich people. Yeah, one uh, looking make, after the house. Make tea for him. Make, uh, uh, oh, like dishes a wash, servant, dishes. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, small, small, I remember kids sad for them. Care about study, mom, father. Mm-hmm. Just want to money because my country very poor, doesn't have money and very hard life. And 
I guess in the West, a lot of people know about Afghanistan and the Taliban coming in and making life very difficult, especially for women and bringing very harsh laws and punishments in. Were you afraid when you were living in Afghanistan of of violence or doing the wrong thing or getting in trouble? Uh, To Afghanistan because you were afraid of it? Yeah. Did you have any trouble? Trouble. Scared, yeah. We are all scared, men and women, yeah. Two years ago, I think my country, my place, Taliban came, killed young, young people, and my brother, uh, away to go Kabul. Maybe one year, two years, stay, and uh, Taliban came to Kabul. <laughs> my mother and sister-in-law, kids, uh, away to Pakistan. Yeah, my brother don't have job. He go to Dubai. He is still now in Dubai working. Make money for family. My sister, my uncle, and still in my town. So when you see the Taliban come and the violence, it makes you worried for them? Yeah, very worried. I sometimes dream about the Taliban. <laughs> yeah, and I sleep and dream. I'm scared and crying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dream about Taliban came and uh, the door I closed. I thinking door broken. Taliban came inside. I <laughs> very scared. So you didn't have experiences like that, but you still dream about having yeah, experiences. Yeah, dream about yeah. yeah, because I know the Taliban very scary people. My sister in Afghanistan. Yeah, she said. Uh, Maybe tomorrow Taliban came fighting again, maybe tonight, maybe next week. Yeah, you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And how old were you when you left Afghanistan? You'd met your husband and married him? Yeah, I married with husband. How old were you when he got married? I think uh, maybe 18 years. Yeah. 18 or yeah, 16 years old. Yeah. 16 or 18, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. And so you got married, and then how quickly after that did you and your husband move? Uh, yeah, my husband go to uh, Iran. We in still the same village. My, my husband. You stayed in the village, and yeah. he went to Iran. Iran, yeah, because in my country don't have job. He want uh, want to find a job, uh, make money for us. Yeah, and maybe three years stay and came back. For two months or one month stay and go back to Iran. So that's you didn't yeah, see him very much. He was no. gone for like <laughs> nine, ten months of the yeah. year. And then you'd see him for only a little bit and yeah. then he'd go again. Uh, Who were you living with? Were you, were you living with your my family? My mother-in-law, my father-in-law and sister-in-law, yeah. And did you have small children at that point? No. 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 Yeah, very hard life too. We have a goat and cow and sheep. Lots of animals. I make uh, food for animals, uh, the vegetables, cutting and yeah, give to. But uh, in not same here. Animals in the out in the garden, mm. not uh, same Australia. <laughs> for the farm. Oh, so you know, like they weren't in like a cage, yeah. not a cage, but like uh-huh. they were just outside and home. roaming. Yeah. yeah. Backyard. Yeah. Yard, yeah. Sure, mm. sure. My cage for the same as room, German. They made, like, 
Not a shed, but like a house for them, I yeah. guess. In the winter, they would put them inside there, so it's not... Yeah. Like a barn, maybe. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. summertime outside, the wintertime inside. Very hard job cleaning the... Uh, the shed? <laughs> Animals, uh, yeah, yeah, the shed and put the food for them. Every, every and that was your time. job within that family? You, yeah, my you job, uh, my uh, mother-in-law... But my father don't have land, don't have animals. Your own father? Yeah. My husband, father, yeah, lots of animals. He have land, yeah. And so how many years did you live with your in-laws while your husband was working? Oh, long time, maybe 16 years or more than. 16 years? Yeah, yeah. She's saying she was always with the, my, my, my grandma. And so what changed? When did you all decide to move to Iran? Yeah, my father-in-law go to, went to Iran. Yeah, we go. So the whole family then moved to Iran. And were you then able to live with your husband? My father-in-law went to first with oh, yeah. my brother-in-law. So all the men moved to Iran? <laughs> yeah, no, my, my husband, my, me, and my mother-in-law, sister-in-law after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was that just for work and so that you could have more access to things you needed, like money and jobs? Yeah. That was just for that purpose? Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Okay. But the Taliban, too, we worry about all the time. And so I guess I'm just trying to join the dots. How long were you in Iran and what were you doing there? What was life like for you in Iran? I can't remember. I don't know how how long, but um, I don't have a job. It's the housework. Yeah, um, I can't remember any. You had your children when you were in Iran? Yeah, yeah. We we went to Afghanistan and came to Australia. So before coming here, we went to Afghanistan to visit her family. One month. Three weeks. Yeah, one month. One month. Yeah. And then we went to Kabul to the airport. Okay. To come here. And what was the process of applying to come to Australia like? He don't have job. He want to find some good life for us for kids. My country. Many people go to Iran, try to save place. Yeah, yeah. My husband came here and uh, make visa for us. We yeah. had a permanent resident visa. Yeah, and then a few years later, that we got our citizenship. Was it very different in Australia? Yeah, what, what was it like when you first arrived here? What was your impression? Yeah, and clean, uh, kind people, so kind in here, and have men have job, women, kids uh, allowed to go to uni, and yeah. And what about you, Masama? Can I ask you your memories of moving here, and if do you have memories of Iran? Um, yeah, I do actually. I was very young. So you were nine when you I moved was, to Australia. Yeah, she was nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember going to school and then it's a bit fuzzy, I guess. 
Did you speak any English before you came to Australia, either of you? I just knew the word hello. That's it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so what was it like for you? Did you come to Australia and then you were put in an Australian school? Yes. And My dad had already enrolled us and everything. And so you then were just surrounded by English. Would You, you would have felt so confused. Yeah, because there was no Afghan people here at all. So we were the only ones. So we had to, we had to speak English. And did you guys move straight to Bendigo? Or, yes. And so there's not really an Afghan community here? No. There uh, is now. There is now. Now many, yeah. We came first and they don't have a family, but men both. So there was a um, single Afghan yeah. man here, but no family. Uh, I remember, yeah, we went to Sutherland. One man uh, said hello to me, uh, Daddy. In our language. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, you were like, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy. One, uh, my language. Yeah. When you moved here, you went to school at nine years old. What grade were you in? in? Three. So I finished grade three in Iran, but when I came here, it was mid-year, so I had to do grade three again. So I would have been in my first year of uni this year. But I'm not, yeah. It's probably good for you if you didn't know any language to yeah. have some time to catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my daughter, uh, bigger than Masma, she said I'm nearly crying in the school. <laughs> she almost cried? Because she said I'm can't, I can't understand. Teacher said to me. I... <laughs> it was like everyone is speaking gibberish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And was it a different feeling in the schoolroom? more free, I guess. Like yeah. the teachers weren't telling you to be quiet, I guess, maybe. The only thing I remember is we had this woman in our school who would teach me and my sister English. So she would take us once a week for an hour. Like while the That's students, not a lot, is it? No. <laughs> but me and Zara, me and my sister, we looked forward to it every day. Yeah. So we could, yeah. Learn a bit more. Yeah. And were the children nice to you? I guess they were talking to me. They were trying to teach me, but I wouldn't mm. understand. Yeah. Did you make friends? Easily or it took a little yeah. while? So when we first came, our principal set us up with two other students to, like, look after us. So we became friends with them. Yeah, great. And what was it like culturally for you both? Like, did you did it take a little while to understand Australian culture? Um, Australian culture or you had family? We first came in Benigo. Community health, a lot help with us. Show settling, uh, bring to settling and dentist and, yeah. Yeah, so they showed you all the services you could yeah. mm-hmm. ask for? It was cool too. And uh, someone uh, dropped uh, from primary school because my husband working. Dropped um, my daughter, uh, both. Yeah, so they... Had someone to drop us off at school. Yeah. Because yeah. you couldn't drive. Yeah. Because yeah. my dad yeah, was at work. He's yeah. working. Yeah. And she's, they were very happy to. Were you able to find people to talk to, have a community, or did you feel very isolated and alone in your house if you couldn't drive and couldn't get places? Yeah. First, uh, community health, uh, make a women's group for us and my daughter, she's youngest, I think, uh, 14, 40 years old, 40 days. Hmm? The, yeah, the oh, she's saying after my little sister, like, after she passed her 40 days, I guess. Yeah, 
like when she was one month and a half years old. Yes, uh, they come from community health, uh, came to pick up me and very good. Yeah, we go there and sewing and talking. Yeah, after that I moved. Were there any other women who spoke your languages or did you have to speak English? Yeah, some people come uh, after me. Yeah, to go together. I think about Korean people. One or two months after we came, then another family came. Yeah. Okay. And it just increased. Some place for a play group. Someone came, pick up me and drop me. <laughs> yeah. They play with the Australian lady came with kids. Karen. They would look after yeah. the kids while they yeah. went to learn English. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Australia, So they would all go there and then all the kids and the women and they would play with the kids while also talking to the other women. Yeah. Okay. So it was, a, it was a chance for you to connect with other women yeah. and make some friends yeah, yeah. while also have your children yes. have some play dates and yeah. have fun. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, I know Alcimis. Someone said to me, uh, Alcimis uh, have class for uh, Afghan. LCMS? LCMS, So that's yeah. a lot in campus B so, multicultural yeah, services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And a Korean lady mixed together in Sudan. So women from many different places. Yeah. yeah. We went to study uh, this, ta- this area and kids playing. The, someone look after. Yeah. That's why after <laughs> I have many friends in Bindigora. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, women's yeah. group, play group and uh, class. Yeah, great. After that, I'll see people lots help me. Yeah. What sort of things did they do to help you? Driving license, uh, English. Yeah. yeah, every Thursday we went to English class. And so you and your husband and your children are all here, but most of your family is still back in Iran or yeah. sort of that sort of part of the world. Do you feel at home here and do you miss your old home? I miss just the old home. Uh, my family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be home at Hastish. Yeah. Yeah, the better than my world home. Yeah. Here is better? Yeah, because safer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, safer and uh, night time sleeping and uh, relaxing. Fans very short. My country very high, we still scared. Yeah, so you have very high fences, but you're still scared. Yeah. And here you have low fences and yeah. you feel safe. My, my country fence maybe the same, this house or higher. Uh-huh. We still worry the night time. Yeah. yeah, in here safe at night time, my sleeping very relaxing. Just to worry about my family. And did you feel safe in Iran or were you still worried when you lived there? No, I was safer. Safer there? Yeah. Just don't have a job and kids very hard to go to uni in Iran. No buy to ha- buy the house. We can't. Very hard to find a good job in Iran. And Masama, how about you? Are you feeling 
good living in Australia? You're happy here? Oh, yeah, so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And when you think about your future, are you aware of the difference of what your life would have been if you if your family yes. had stayed there? Yeah. What does that feel to you? Like, what do you think? It's surreal. Like, it would be so different. Like, I wouldn't maybe not go to uni or something. No jobs, maybe. Sometimes I'm very proud of my husband. He came here and uh, got for kids. They go to study and for him, sci-fi yeah. here. And he was happy for all your children to go to school. He didn't hold on to any of the old values. Oh, no, he's the one who's, like, pushing us, like, we have to do well. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So much pressure. <laughs> My country, maybe, Masuma, no, married. She's saying, like, if we were still there, I might be married right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't care about the study. That's very different. And do you know what you want to study? Um, I have no idea, actually. I have two months until, like, the application's open, so I need to choose fast. And what about your older brother and sister? What are they doing? So my brother, he's at Monash. He's doing, it's his last year, he's studying law. And my sister, it's her second year, she's doing pharmacy. Yeah, great. I was thinking of going into law, but not sure yet. Yeah, it's hard to choose. It's very hard. I am very happy here because we are allowed to go to work and... That's so nice, uh, people, and uh, yeah, uh, I go to anywhere. I'm very, I feel very happy. And shops and uh, at TAIF, I study at TAIF. Just English, to my English improve. Everything, uh, the food, we got a house. Food. <laughs> My country, kids maybe doesn't have fruit and full uh, food. Healthy food. Healthy food and food is not a Gaza is Yeah, like they can't like eat whatever they want, I guess. I eat uh, fruit and uh, bring the food from uh, mine. I worry about uh, thinking my family. Back home? Yeah. You eat the fruit here and you like yeah. we're, we're looking at a plate with mandarins and yeah. oranges, apple, banana. Yeah. You've got this beautiful food you're making. Yeah. I, and you eat that. And you, I quit uh, inside the thinking my family. <laughs> yeah, you think about your family back home yeah. and how they don't have Don't it. have uh, any fruit. and Because of the money, very hard to find. So you still feel very connected to your family back at yeah. home? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You worry still, about yeah. them. Yeah. I eat food and fruit, uh, everything I remember my family thinking, yeah. And you realise how lucky you are, I guess. It's like I do that sometimes. I turn on the water in a tap yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, we just have clean water. It's amazing. So many yeah. people in the world don't have clean water. Yeah, that's true. In my country, uh, water bring from river. Not inside the kitchen. Carry water, carry my hand, big pot. Yeah, yeah, heavy. The plate, glass, everything put in the big bowl, Mm. uh, put in my head, bring the maybe five-minute work. 
Yeah, wash there and come. So you had to walk all of your dirty dishes to the yeah, river, wash yeah. them in the river, and then walk it all back. Yeah, I, on your, in a pot on your head. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hard life but there. Now I open the tab. I remember family in the kettle. The kettle. Yeah, my country make fire, my place to boil water. We bring from river just drinking. Yeah, but everything's a lot more effort. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever want to go back to Afghanistan to understand your family? No. She said, I never come to <laughs> Afghanistan. She said, You never want to go. My kids ever, said, ever. Yeah, all because they're scared of it. Mm-hmm. I said, Sometime I, I want to go to Afghanistan, see my mom and sister. They said, No. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> they're scared for you. Very hard, you know, boom in the car. Bomb in the car and the road. Yeah, you just don't know when it, something like that might happen. Yeah, I saw Taliban, but I really want to see my family. Thank you for listening to New Home. Follow the series in your favorite podcast app to get new episodes, or visit sbs.com.au/newhome. If you'd like to get in touch, email newhome at sbs.com.au. The series was created and produced by me, Alison Hanley, and Ginny Tan, with additional editing by Max Gosford.